Double Team Podcast. We are back. He's Nick Wiggins. I'm Steven Root. Game three NBA Finals last night. Nuggets doing it all, man. Triple doubles everywhere. What's up, Nick? What's up, man? I love watching uh, my team. My new... <laughs> <laughs> I love watching my team succeed and do what I know that they're capable of. And I don't know. Playing, it, it playing hard, playing for each other, you know? Yeah, it was uh, gratifying to see them come out and play <laughs> like that. Like I knew that they were. Yeah. I mean, pretty close game a lot of the way. Then Denver just kind of doing their thing, pulling away. Jokic is unbelievable. He is incredible. I mean, you you awarding him the Finals MVP. No matter what happens, if they were to lose, they're not going to yes. lose, are they? Yeah, yeah, if they were to lose, though, then yeah, you're in the discussion. Like, do you give him the uh, award anyway? But they're not going to lose. They're going to win in five. <laughs> well, I I still believe six, maybe seven. I think it's going to go back and forth here. Um, but first time ever playoffs and regular season. Two players on the same team record a 30-point triple-double. Jokic doing it with 21 rebounds. Jamal Murray with 34. I mean, you you run down everybody else, you get 11 from Gordon. But, man, did Jokic and Murray have to do it all. And, I mean, their style of play together is damn near unlike anything else. They are so in tune with each other. It's incredible to watch them move and pass and – play just like a two-man game out there it's it's incredible and nobody can do anything about it um best duo in the league man uh and they showed it last night um i mean it's just i'm like i'm not gonna say let's write miami off and pack it up but essentially like it's over well, when you see a performance like that, you just it's so much to overcome. They're they're gonna need I mean, it takes everything they've got to win a game. And, you know, they can probably do it again, but three more, it's not gonna happen. I mean, Miami last night, their three point shooting, they hit eleven threes, thirty one percent from three, but Denver only hit five threes. Yeah. Um you know, Porter Jr. just gone i mean working his way out of this rotation almost only playing 21 minutes two points i mean when you have your third your third score who's supposed to get you 20 he gets you two and you still win by 15 like come on that's what i'm saying yeah brown had a big game i mean 15 points off the bench 19 minutes um yeah so i mean look the the miami heat we talked about this on our live show yesterday um you know that was I guess for our Mobile listeners, we'll repeat some of the things we said during that show. But, I mean, Miami, you needed things to kind of run through Bam. Bam was good, 22-17. and But just when the threes aren't falling for Miami from your supporting cast of Duncan, Struess, and Vincent, and and even Love, you know, they got to be able to shoot like 40% and have a lot go in, it seems, from three to even have a chance to win. But that's been happening for them in the playoffs. I mean, they've been lights out from three, but having a game where you're not, that's when you lose. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, they've got to have the threes go in, and uh, they they didn't, not to where they had been. I mean, Kevin Love. Well, I mean, look, in, in the regular season, they were the worst three-point shooting team, and in the playoffs, they were by far the best three-point shooting team. Uh, yeah. I mean, it Caleb just wasn't sustainable. I mean, again, t- 
off the bench, 10 points for Caleb Martin. You got to be getting 18 from him. I mean, he's got crazy to to say that. I know, but look, man, (laughs) he done it to himself, right? He put himself up there as this potential piece. That's crazy to say that. (laughs) I know, I know. But, hey, players can do this, man. They, They elevate. They become more than what they were, and Caleb Martin was doing that. You know, but he's got – you got to be getting 18 from Caleb Martin if you're the Heat. That's too. insane. <laughs> so you, we need 18 from Caleb Martin, but you know what? If Denver get two from MPJ, we're going to be all right. That's just crazy <laughs> to think about. Ah, uh, man. I mean, but, I mean, Kevin Caleb Martin had, had been doing that. He had been playing this role as maybe this third piece on that team behind Bam and Butler, but – you know, he kind of just goes away a little bit. He didn't play 32 minutes, but, you know, uh, Lowry, you're just – Lowry affects the game in positive ways, but he's not getting you the buckets you need. He's not hitting the threes he needs to, but – Jimmy uh, Butler, he looked a, a step slow to me on defense last night. I believe he – you know, it's – I know that ankle messed up a little bit, but yeah. Well, let's not forget he might be still dealing with that. I mean, I, I yeah. believe I guarantee he's still dealing with part of that. Those take a long time to get better. Um, but it just looks like Miami's quicker to get gassed as a team. It just takes so much out of Miami to to be able to even keep it close and win. It just like they're working on a different level to be able to do that when Denver just. I mean, Jokic down low. Let's, I mean, his post moves. I don't know if we can really call him that, but everything goes in. and it's, That it's touch, not, man. Yeah, it's not like Hakeem out there with these beautiful, you know, moves and beautiful footwork and, and getting people all spun around. He's he's just tossing up little lazy shots, and they all go in. And it's yep. it's r- ridiculous, man, That and they all go in. I, it's like seems like he cannot miss. From down low and and like what 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 it comes down to is i think the degree of difficulty of the shots that the teams are taking denver takes a way easier shots than miami does they're just they create open opportunities miami they have to grind out a whole possession and barely get up a contested shot and a lot of times it'll go in but so but when you can when you add the degree of difficulty of the shots, the Denver's are always easy and Miami's are always difficult. And then you take who it is that's taking them with Denver having better shot makers taking easier shots. And you have people who aren't that good of shot makers taking difficult shots. That's just why it's pretty much to me a guarantee for Denver to uh, just win this whole thing. Oh, yeah. I think it's got to be at this point. I mean, you see when they win, it's just it looks so effortless sometimes and I mean having if you're just able to replicate Butler and Adebayo having their stat lines again 22 and 17 for Bam and 28 for Butler I mean that's got to be there but Miami they've they absolutely have to rely on Gabe Vincent and Struess and these guys they didn't quite step up last night um yeah I don't know maybe another game and that would be Denver in six like I said but your your pathway is still open for you to be right. Let's keep that in mind. So I don't know. It's Miami's not going to win, but you know, having them win a couple games is cool story enough. I mean, Miami coming this far. I mean, look, know, we, it's good for Miami for the off season because now, you know, what what does Miami need? They need like a guy who can just effectively score efficiently on his own. So now. 
Miami's going to be up there, you know, for every good free agent target. You know, it's, oh, if Miami had another piece, they would have been able to maybe win against Denver. So now if Dame does somehow try and get out of Portland, that could be a destination or whoever your go-to scorers are. Uh, Miami's now all of a sudden going to be that prime spot if they weren't already. Yeah, I mean, you wonder why like a I don't I don't think it would work. I would not add this player to this team, but you think Harden's only two options here are Philly and Houston? Is that is that thing is that what you think about? No, uh, I think I think he could go to Phoenix. Mm. And be with I KD. I and KD I like playing with Harden. I don't think Harden's going to like Butler. I don't I just don't think that's I don't think oh, that yeah, would they work. wouldn't get along. That heat culture is not running through the veins of James Harden. He's not. And look, he, everyone says James Harden's a great teammate, great competitor. He just likes to do whatever he likes to do in his off time. But I could see there being friction with uh, him and Jimmy for sure. Yeah, I don't see that. I think you look at at these available point guards. Well, they're not available. Two out of the three aren't technically, I guess. But Kyrie, Dame, and Chris Paul now. I think that's the kind of spot you would have to look if you're Miami. That's that's the spot Not, you would want to. I'd say no to Chris Paul. You got Kyle Lowry already. Like, yeah, Chris I mean, you Paul. don't want another aging, you know, unavailable. I mean, I get that. You need some athleticism. Obvious answer is Dame Lillard would make Miami just so fun to watch. Um, God, I hope Dame gets out of there and goes to Miami. Not just gets out of there. I want the whole process. I want the whole package of him getting out of Portland and going to Miami. That would be like must watch. I mean that that would be the perfect fit, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, Look, I got a list right here of the top ten centers in NBA history. Okay, I'm gonna start at ten, and let's just see. Assuming Nikola Jokic gets this ring, where we slot him? <laughs> you know, let's really break it down and let's let's show our work and let's see what makes sense. Okay. Number 10, they have Bill Walton. Bill Walton, you know, we all know Bill Walton. They actually have the 30 for 30. I think it came out Tuesday, actually. Um, Bill Walton won an MVP, a finals MVP, a six-man of the year. He's a two-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, had a lot of injury issues, Hall of Famer. He's got two rings, one in Portland where he did all the work and one in Boston toward the end of his career. His career stats are 13 points, 10 rebounds, three assists. I think we can agree Jokic is better than him. Yes. All right. Then we move up to George Mikan. I think we can just assume. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, you got to have a list like iconic or foundational or pioneer. George Mikan's a pioneer of the league. Get him off any list comparing skill to yep. even them Wilt and then Shaq. You, you putting George oh, Mikan yeah. on Shaq. Yeah. All right, number eight, Patrick Ewing. Jokic is way past Patrick Ewing at this point, right? Yeah. No MVP, no rings. I mean, he averaged 21 and 10 over his career, but. Yeah, more of kind of an iconic player playing for the Knicks and who he was. Yeah. I mean, more of an icon than. Right, uh, yeah. coming out of college, yeah. Yeah. David Robinson. Jokic is better than David Robinson uh, all time. Robinson's got an MVP, you know. I mean, we know what Dave Robinson has done. The 70-point game, uh, 21-10, three blocks over his career. What, what are we yeah. thinking about that? 
I mean, defensive, great. Um, one of the best defensive players of all time. Two rings. Yeah. I mean, if you're just stacking numbers and, and you know, it's you're trying to project with Jokic a lot. Like, you're trying to project what it will be. I mean, if you had to stop it right now, if you retired project tomorrow. Project what it will be. Two MVPs already, and he's about to have oh, a ring, and he's the okay. – we can all agree he's the best passing big man of all time. That's a fact. He might be one of the best passers of all time. Yeah, I, I would I can I can bump Robinson for him. I'm not mad about that, but give Robinson the credit for who he was. All right. Up next, number six, Moses Malone. Yeah. Three time MVP, one ring, averaged twenty and twelve. They didn't even put the assist number on here. 12-time yeah, All-Star, mean, 8-time All-NBA, All-Famer. Jokic better than him, though. Yeah, I mean, look, you just got to keep the generations in mind. Um, Moses, a true great, but, you know, he played a lot of his time with the ABA. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll bump him. All right, now we're getting to the nitty-gritty, that sacrilegious-type area. Number five, Hakeem Olajuwon. Mm, yes. <laughs> got an MVP, two finals MVP, two-time defensive player of the year, 12-time All-Star. He got those two rings. And over his career, all the stats are basically the same for all these guys. 22, 11, three blocks. It's just the the passing and assist from Jokic are truly, truly an outlier for any of these guys. I mean – it's a different position he plays almost than than any of the traditional guys. I mean, it's it's so different to watch. Um, Hakeem is one of my favorite absolute players of all time. His post moves are the elite, the the guy you go to to watch post move and footwork. I love Hakeem, but it's tough. I mean, it's a different position that Jokic has not created but perfected. Um, so. I would say this. There's a lot of things Jokic can do that Hakeem probably couldn't. I think most things that Hakeem can do, Jokic could do. I don't know. Maybe I just I'm I'm still not comfortable. I mean, I don't feel safe. I don't, <laughs> See, I'm saying you get closer, you get scared. I don't, it gets I don't feel safe and coddled to uh, you know, make that proclamation quite yet, but man, is he right there with him? I don't know, man. Like, Jokic can rebound just as well, if not better. The rebounding's yeah. not there. I mean, the edge would go defense, right? You could definitely say that. But yeah. offense, like, man, Jokic is averaging basically 30 and 10. I know. I mean, the, the assist, you'd have to probably compare, like, Hakeem's defense to Jokic's passing and assist numbers. I mean, that those – elite parts of their game where the other one didn't really have that. I mean, I, I mean, look, they're right there. I mean, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to put Jokic above Hakeem yet. I, mean, I just don't mm. feel right. There. So you're saying Nikola Jokic is the sixth best center of all time. Mm, maybe that's pretty that's damn good. Five. I mean, that's pretty damn good for where he is. There's a long way to go. He wins. All right, but it, is there a way that he could be like the sixth best center? But then when you look at the all-time list, he's like top fifteen. Like, does that make sense? Well, yeah, because historically, 
the big man, these centers that we're talking about, comprise like a big part of the all-time list. I mean, for so long, the center was the position in the league. And so, yeah, there's a ton of, you know, how many centers are in the top 15? I bet all these guys. Mm, is it came in people's top 10? A top lot. 15, Sue? A, a lot. For so sure. that he closed. I, would, I think I would give the edge to Jokic slightly. Just because I think what Jokic brings on offense is greater than the uh, advantages that Hakeem had on defense. I would I mean, agree on, with that. And 11 but, assists, like he's the best passer in the NBA. Right. When, when especially it's just today's NBA, it suits Jokic so well. And these assist numbers are so impressive in today's NBA when it was a different game where you would love that anchoring defensive center like Hakeem who could still – make anybody look foolish down low on offense. So um, I'm not ready to do it, but he's right there with him. And, I mean, that's good enough. I, I shouldn't be shamed for having this thought. All right, I won't, I won't. And then I know if you won't go over him, then you're not going to go over who they got as number four, Shaq. Look, prime Shaq. You know, we got – you and I grew up uh, at a time where we – we probably watched more Shaq as we got older, you and I, the age we are with – you know, Phoenix Shaq, Boston Shaq, yeah. Miami Shaq. Yeah. We had a whole yeah. lot of that. Cleveland Shaq. Um, but prime Shaq with the Lakers and that run, nothing touches it. I mean, nothing touches that run with the Lakers. Three in a row until my Pistons ended it. Um, prime Shaq was the man. I mean, the numbers are off the charts. Yeah. And then your top three, you got Bill Russell, then Wilt, then Kareem. Uh Icon, pioneer, you know, legend, Bill Russell. I'm not that – that's what I'm saying, but that dude ain't better than Jokic. Like, no, let's be for absolutely real. absolutely not. Look who he played against. There were 11 teams in the league. Right. He is, he's on the Mount Rushmore as far as icons and pioneers of the league. He is it. He is tops of that list for pioneers of the league. It's Bill Russell. Um, but basketball player, put him in today's league. I'm sorry. It's, you know, tough to say, but – the skills on the court. Yeah, it's Jokic, obviously. It's a silly conversation to have. Um, totally different era. But the uh I think the I have end... Nikola Jokic in my top three centers, man. Well, it's Shaq number one. Then it then you gotta remove the Mikans and the Bill Russells from like well, it's a tough one. He toes the line between the Kareem, two. Kareem, where you got you got Kareem two? Um, well, I Shaq and Because he was like a pioneer, but then he also got into the eight he he Carried over some. Yeah, even Wilt. I mean, it's it's who he was as a player. Like, just blew everyone out of the water. You know, Bill Russell yep. did too. But damn, Wilt, nobody. It, it was ridiculous fake numbers that Wilt put up. Um, I mean, you got to respect Kareem. Prime Shaq was so dominant, but was it sustained as long as Kareem? No, I go Kareem one, then Shaq two. But see, but when it comes to like, look, Shaq's got the championships, yes. But when you really think about it. And I love Shaq. He did always have Kobe or Dwayne Wade. Yes. He can't pass. He wasn't really the best defender a lot of the time. Yeah, but every player was very had... dominant. Get LeBron's a bunch whenever he wanted, but LeBron's always had his help. Jordan had his help. I mean, you know. But then you look not... at Jokic, <laughs> and in the same vein, Hakeem. Yeah, I would basically lead my... it all on their own. My top 10 center list is probably Kareem, Shaq, then, I mean, yeah, Kareem, Shaq, Hakeem. 
I mean, you you have to remove. I can have an all pioneer list if I want, but that's that's not the same thing, man. I mean, right. Will Cham- Will Chamberlain up there, he kind of toes the line between the two, but but I'm sorry, Bill Russell's not not doing what he did today. I mean, it just yeah. is what it is. Bill Russell's up there. We can keep him somewhere, but man, you're not comparing Bill Russell to even Hakeem. I mean, you can't. So you're saying Kareem, Shaq, Hakeem, Jokic. Sure. Ben Wallace. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, look, there he is. Top five all time, guys. Yeah, but but again, I'm it's gotta be clear. Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler were to somehow win this ring. Yeah. Would he be higher up than like a Scotty Pippen? Yeah. Even though Scotty Pippen got six rings. I know, and I'm not a Scotty hater in any way. I mean, the, the Jordan's not doing all that without without him. Um, uh, I don't know. You got that's a tough one because then you're kind of towing positions. Like, is Jimmy a two or a three? I mean, you know, it's you got a lot of guys. The center list is is easy to do. Are we putting Tim Duncan on that center list or not? He's the greatest power forward of all time, right? He's a I'm, power forward. Okay, I'm just making sure. Him, but, Dirk, and KG. Yeah. Okay. And Rashi Wallace, but uh, <laughs> and maybe Blake Griffin. Nah, Zach Randolph. Uh, no. <laughs> Let me look at my wall. Oh, Charles Barkley. Yeah. I'm looking at my wall right now. Pau Gasol. Oh yeah, he's there. Oh, Giannis. Another weird one. I mean, he's not a he's not a one position man. I mean, Giannis know. is better than Kevin Garnett all time. Yeah. I agree. So then maybe it's Tim Duncan, Dirk, and Giannis. We could do this all day. <laughs> I know we could. But, Jimmy, that's when you get to the guards, man, it gets so much harder because you, you get to the two and the three guys. The ones are the ones. Like, the point guards are point guards. You know, that's that's kind of how it is. But then a guy like Aver- excuse me, a guy like Allen Iverson can kind of toe that a little bit. Would Jimmy Butler be better than Iverson all time? You know, I know that's – that would be, uh, that's crazy to think about. I don't know. I know. Imagine having this conversation two years ago. <laughs> we don't do it. Right. But this, this run is so impactful to Jimmy's legacy. I mean, already. If he were to win this ring, having that ring, and how he would have had to do it, man. I mean, you got to think about who he, who he's going up against. Um, who, 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 who is the most recent, like, not that elite player to be the focal point of a championship team? Like, would Jimmy Butler be, like, the worst one? Yeah, I mean, it's that's tough. I'm I mean, thinking, like, Steph is Steph's top ten. Before that, you had Giannis. He's great already. Before that, you know, you're having, like, the LeBron. We all know that. And then before that, it's Steph again. Yeah, I mean – you know, when you got to try to find a team that had like a main focal point, you know, Giannis and the Bucks, but that was a good team. That was a well-rounded team, but Giannis clearly the the guy on that team. Um, Toronto better than better than Kawhi. Would this be more impressive than Kawhi's? I think. I don't so. know. Kawhi had that shot. I know. It was like I mean, everyone in Toronto was going crazy. I don't know. I don't think you could rank it. 
I, I, me personally, I couldn't. I mean, the only way to think it's because Miami, they've won before Toronto. They had always just never done anything. They always lose to LeBron no matter what. And then getting Kawhi, making that change, and then doing it all in that one year, the one year that he is there, I would rank Kawhi at, I mean, uh, it, higher than Jimmy. I mean, you really the only the, – the most reasonable comparisons going back to 2011 in Dallas. I mean, that's where you kind of – compare the two where without Dat Dirk or without Jimmy, these teams are nowhere near what they were with them. So I don't know. It, it's tough because then that's just a tough position group because twos and threes start, start kind of, okay, how about this? Here about this. What about your Detroit Pistons? See now the Pistons and you talking about 2004. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm thinking of like, you know, teams that won a championship because now it's like, Oh my God, it's Giannis. Oh, it's Steph. It's LeBron. And now it's like right now it's like all oh, the the best players on these teams maybe we don't think they're blockbuster enough we don't think they're elite enough now Jokic is that the media just doesn't want him to be but he is you might have to all go all the way back to 2004 to find a team like that a team no. there there wasn't number one guy without any of them it, it drastically changes that team but all five like that's what they were being talked about as the time is is this the greatest starting five of all time um. You know, just as a unit, all five of them, yeah. you know, that was talked about a lot. And no, I can't put anyone over anyone else in that 2004 Pistons starting five. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Johnson so then Miller, that, that would it, that'd be it then. It'd go all the way back the, uh, to then. Um, yeah, I would say, to Dirk, I'd say Dirk and Dallas, though. I mean, yeah, but Dirk was elite. Oh, MVP had an MVP come like Jimmy Butler's never going to win an MVP. Yeah. But, I mean, Miami, you take Jimmy off that team, it's hard to compare it to anything. I mean, but still. I mean, I'm not saying he's not compared. important. I'm just saying, like, in the big scheme of legacies and, you know, singular guys who really drug their team and led their team, he'd be the worst one to win it. I mean, he's not going to win it, but if they were to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I love Jimmy, man. I, I really do. But I think the comparison team-wise is, like – Miami having Jimmy is most like Dallas having Dirk. I think that's kind of just most. But that Dallas team was stacked. They were good, but you remove Dirk, and uh-uh, they're not winning. I mean, they're not touching. Yeah, but, but I mean, you take Jokic off the Nuggets, they're not winning. Okay. I mean, you're right. Okay. I mean, we can do this all day. But I don't know. Miami would be a hard I one. I mean, Dirk had Jason Kidd, Sean Marion, Defensive Player of the Year, Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying those guys are bums at all, but you know, everyone Jason talks. Terry. About, yeah, everyone talks about um, that Dallas team as Dirk and everybody else. You know, but. But that's not that's not how it was though. Now, right now, it's Jimmy Butler and everyone else. You know, you were talking about Caleb Martin got to get 18, and <laughs> yeah. that dude wasn't even playing. Yeah. You know, their whole starting lineup is probably getting paid like five million dollars combined with Gabe Vincent <laughs> and Struess and all those dudes. Like, Seriously. it really is Jimmy and all those other guys. Oh, yeah. for real. It is. It is. I mean, man, I'd love to – I'd love for this run to kind of complete. Everything is made for Denver. This is Denver's time right now. We also have a great story in the finals uh, to go up with Denver, but it's Denver's championship. It has been for a while. Um, So it's their time. Uh, would have been so incredible for Jimmy to have pulled this off. But then the Miami Heat can retool and – be a be a real contender with with another piece. I would love for them to try do everything you can to get Dame. That would be awesome. But 
then then we're talking about help coming for Jimmy and all that. So, but right. still, that would still be great to have these two guys who played in the league for so long, having no championship success. Now you you team up and you can't do it without each other. Whatever, if you want to say that, but still, it, w- it would be cool for Miami to go out and get Dame and two guys that oh, are deserving of championships, and they weren't going to get it on their own. It looks like. So I mean, look, and there's always Tyler Hero. We forget about him. He's a uh, trade piece. You send him yeah. out to Portland, maybe. You send out every draft pick that you'll ever have for the next five years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they could find a way to get it done. But That would be exciting, man. Dame in Miami. That would be awesome. I think him and Jimmy would figure it out. And I just yeah. imagine all those sets they're running for Gabe Vincent and Max Struess if it was <laughs> Damian Lillard instead. Yeah. Talk about the dog in him. He's perfect for that team. He's got it. You know, he would slide right in and have no problem adapting to what Spolstra. Man, that would be crazy, man. That would be crazy. It would be. Well, man, I mean, if you had to guess right now, where does Harden go? Mm, That's so tough, man. I think the strip clubs win. He's going to go back to Houston. If I'm Houston, I don't want that. I don't either. I mean, you you got Ime, you got Ime trying to build something with these young pieces, man. And you're obvious, you're you're clearly bringing Harden in because he just wants to live in Houston. I mean, and still get a basketball check, but he wants to live in Houston. See, I don't so, like that. You know, I don't, I mean, I don't like that. Even Jalen Green, he went on Paul George's podcast and he was like, I don't know if that's a good idea for James Harden to come <laughs> out here. <laughs> it wouldn't be. All the media attention would be so anti a productive for what uh, they're trying to build as a team with Jabari Smith, Jalen Green. You got these young pieces that are great. Not well, maybe Monday, but you know, Emay is trying to build something now, and Harden throws it all off track. I really think, but it's obvious that he just wants to. He, his two teams in mind are Philly, where he is, you know, a great team with an MVP, or going back home to Houston and you know being in the city you want to be in. Basketball side, basketball secondary. It's not a basketball decision. It's a non-basketball decision. You just want to go live in your city again. I really think James Harden is going to be a Phoenix Sun next year. I think Phoenix Mm -hmm. is going to go all in. They'll maybe move off Aiton, and they're going to ride with a trio of James Harden at the point, Booker at the two, and then KD. And then you just fill it out around them. It'd be like, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets? The year Giannis won, they were a toe away from being the ones that advanced instead of Milwaukee. And that, that was toe? without Kyrie or James Harden. So just imagine that. Right. But instead of Kyrie, it's Devin Booker. And the I, ripple effect that toe on the line had is crazy. If you go watch like yeah. all these things and player movement, all this stuff that's happened since that toe was on the line. I mean, it's crazy. But I, don't I think know. Philly's gonna uh, it's gonna kind of start to fall apart. Yeah, I think I, you know we've had so many playoff series where oh we get here and we're like oh Embiid just he doesn't look like Jokic does you know in the big moments. Uh he he just kind of withers Mi- away a little bit. If you're Miami, you want Dame or you want Embiid? Ooh. Dame's old. Dame's getting older. He's like 34, 35 already. It would depend on the package. <laughs> yeah. I think you work because you already have the position of center taken care of. I think you go Dame. Yeah, I mean, taken care of, but 
you're not a Bam lover. You 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 trade Bam. He's for good at MB. defense. He is good at defense. I know. Oh, I and know. you you bring in a guy who can score like Dame and but you Jimmy. Take, you, I think you it can beat over Bam all day. I mean, you you make that deal if Bam and if that's the focal point. If you have to give up Bam and a smaller package to get Embiid, then you would have to give up what you're giving up for for. You know, you'd like to keep Bam if you try to get Dame. So, you know, it's right. See, it's like what I mean, you tell me what which sounds better. Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, and Embiid, or Dame, Jimmy Butler, and Bam. That one for sure to me. It does. Yeah. I mean, clearly people are talking about if if Tyler Hero is healthy, keep him out. I mean, he's a defensive liability, but I mean, you know, Duncan's Duncan's come in and showed that. You can get away with playing him. I mean, rely on his shooting. I don't necessarily think Max Struess is, like, going to lock you up. Like, he's going to play no. hard, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I like If you're able to keep Jimmy and Bam, that's just three is better than two, I guess. But I mean, Embiid, what do you think happens in – I saw that New York was thinking maybe they would try and get Embiid out there. Do you, th- I, do you think Philly's going to just fall apart? Yeah. I mean, Harden so. leaves – who do they bring in? Fred Van Vliet? Like they're not getting better. They're are they doomed to always just be that third seed that loses in the second round? It looks like it. I mean, getting letting Doc go. I mean, Nick Nurse is not going to want this thing to fall apart. So they better stay as aggressive as absolutely possible. I mean, who's out there to be brought in? I mean, you can't yeah. replace Harden, man. He led the league in assists. Him and Embiid, you know, that was a dynamic duo. If it weren't yeah. for James Harden, they would have got swept by Boston. I mean, Fred Van Vliet would be awesome to come play with Nick Nurse again. I mean, yeah, I but would, then you think they're he's but, like right but, at six. But foot, stop trying to compare. Maxie, like it's a weird fit. It is. It is. I mean, Maxie has really stepped up to be that guy. So I mean, Tobias Harris has always been the guy I want to hate on. I mean, he's just not worth the money. He's he's so in, inconsistent. So I mean, trying to find a. a upgrade from Tobias on the market. I don't know who it is. I mean, if Mikael Bridges was available, you make that work. I mean, but uh, Brooklyn is seemingly having no want, no interest in getting rid of Mikael Bridges. Um, I don't know. I think Philly's going to just hang around this perpetual state of just kind of being right there. Their GM, Daryl Moore, he's a guy who's not about that. He's like an all-in, all-out type guy. So You you just run out of options sometimes. What are the options? Especially if you're like, you know, especially if you're losing Harden. I think at this point, the replacement opportunities for for Harden or upgrades possible for Philly, I mean, that's why you try to keep Harden because who are you going to replace him with? What about Jalen Brown? What are you thinking about Jalen Brown? Is he staying in Boston? Yeah, he he, he better. I mean, look, I, I understand that he might not like the Boston fans. There's a real reason not to sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you know, but the, you, you got to, I think. I don't, I don't know. He might just want so bad to be the piece somewhere else. But, I mean, they've got it made right now. They need to sort some things out on that team around those two a little bit but man i mean it's right there in front of you what what you want i mean so i think they better it's 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 just so odd there's like a lot of teams that are right there i mean look we saw sacramento the third seed memphis finishing the two seed cleveland finishing as a four seed like a lot of teams are contending but 
they're just, they just don't seem legitimate, but there's a lot of players that could potentially move and you could bring in to put you over that hump. I mean, Toronto, I assume, is going to just blow everything up. Uh, I think Siakam and uh, OG Ananobi and Fred Van Vliet, they're all on the move somewhere. They're going to be tanking, I, I think. Milwaukee, there's some issues there. Like, what are we thinking with Milwaukee? Are they... Does Boston run the East now? Is Miami now the big contender of the East? Are we forgetting about Giannis and all of them? Oh, yeah. I mean, Milwaukee's not going anywhere. I mean, they've got aging players to figure out. I mean, you bring Brooke back. I think you make that happen. Um, they're aging around Giannis. Uh, but Giannis, as long as he's still there, they will be a top two, three team in the in the East. I mean, that's not going to change. Is now like a good time where you're like, man, we saw like it really maybe wasn't working. We need to kind of revamp and uh, get some new guys to center around Giannis? Or do you think it's just, hey, welcome in Toronto Raptors, Toronto Raptors assistant coach. We'll run it back with the same roster, and he'll do better than Budenholzer? I don't know. <laughs> you can't run it back, I think. I mean, it, but they're not – yeah, you lose in the first round. That's a horrible way to go out for a team that had such high expectations. But you don't totally blow it up around Giannis. You're, there's pieces to be brought back. I, I love Brooke Lopez. He's great um you know drew holiday can you bring these guys back on team friendly deals and be able to put some pieces around them i think that's would be the goal so i just i, what about I don't chris think middleton is it is his time in milwaukee over you think i think so i think so that's where you like gotta, he's the number two guy he's just not good enough right i mean he's not but i mean he can be decent but when you need what you need out of him to be that number two guy it's often not enough so i could see middleton moving on um yeah i just i'm not i'm not totally blowing up just because they went out in the first round there there's no reason to i mean you still got Giannis. you still got the top two three player in the league so you keep making that work but i don't know man that's a lot of player movement i i don't know what else but you're right about see, these. watch nothing happen <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean <laughs> Everyone's going to stay there, but, you know, it's it's like, I don't know. All we, all we have to talk about is these players. What about Minnesota? We, I mean, what the heck's going on over there? They got to do something. Uh, they screwed themselves. I mean, they're, they got what they got. I mean, if they want to trade Cat, trade Cat to New York. Uh, make that happen. New York, give them back Randall and Grimes or something. I don't know, but and all your picks. But let's get Cat out of there. Let Anthony Edwards you know, score a lot of points and win nothing. But they screwed themselves with the Gobert trade. That was a horrible trade. So, I don't know. We'll see. But we got to wait a couple days for game four. We'll see if Miami can rebound. Covered a lot today. This has been the double team. Nick Wiggins, Stephen Rue. Once again, the double team.